Hello, hello, welcome to season eight of Space to Learn. I'm Lucy, I'm your host, and I'm a 20 year old university student in the UK. This podcast is all about confidence, mindfulness, and creativity, which are three key components for making inspired choices about how you want to live your best life. So tune in every Wednesday and join the podcast fam at Space to Learn Podcast on Instagram. Thank you so much for being here and enjoy the episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in and I hope that you enjoy today's episode. So if you're new to the podcast then hi, I'm Lucy and I'm a third year physics student at Uni of Nottingham and I've just finished my second term of third year which is kind of just bizarre to me and it really didn't feel like it was the holidays until I literally got home and I was like wow this term is over, how did that happen? Um, So yeah, that was kind of weird. I had a party on Friday for my 21st birthday, which isn't until the 30th of April, but with everyone going home for the holidays, etc., I wanted to do a little celebration before we all headed off, and after Easter, it's going to be getting towards exam season, so I thought it'd be better off doing it sooner. But yeah, we had such a good time, and loads of my friends from loads of different areas of my life came, and it was really lovely having everyone in one place a little bit weird at times um was a bit nervous beforehand but yeah we had such a good time and i really enjoyed it so thanks to all of my friends for coming we had domino's pizza which was good and then went to rock city after like a big prize at mine so yeah loads of good fun and that was friday night so the evening of the last day of term and yeah then it's the holidays which just feels super strange obviously still got loads of work to do because I've got exams but weird to be home and I don't know I feel like the further into uni I get the more I'm aware of how short it is and it just seems to be flying which is a good thing because it means I'm enjoying it but you know it's it's kind of scary and a lot of my close friends are graduating as I've said in previous episodes so it's it's a little bit weird feels kind of strange to have finished that term because next term is a much shorter term and then at the end of it it means that people are leaving and it's kind of it's it's weird it's weird um but no i'll give you a little bit of a life update i guess and do my weekly favorites as i go this is a little segment that i do at the start of every episode if you are new to the podcast or you just haven't listened in a while um so yeah my weekly favorites i'll start off with a big win which was last weekend so not this weekend the weekend before i apologize for not putting a podcast out last week and that this one is going to be a bit late honestly life's just been hectic recently and i have no decent excuse other than i've just been really busy and had other priorities that i needed to put first but yeah so last weekend we went down to birmingham with my core four team and we were playing at bucks trophy bucks is british university's college sports yeah so with Corfball we don't do it every week like most sports do we have three tournaments throughout the year we had the prelim rounds um, before Christmas and then regionals and then we got through to nationals so this was the nationals round we're playing for the trophy the big one the big day and it was such a good weekend honestly I think it's gonna go down as one of my all-time uni highlights I love our team so much we really gelled over the weekend and it was just so much fun so we left bright and early, or not necessarily bright, it was still dark when we were leaving, at about 6am from Nottingham. So I got up about half five, which was a bit of a stretch to be honest. Um, didn't sleep very well the night before, but there we go. 
So we had four games on the Saturday and we actually ended up winning all of them. One of my friends from home came to watch Romilly, so that was really nice to see her. And she was actually the person that first introduced me to korfball, which I kind of forgot about until we were both there and talking about korfball. So yeah like that was that was a nice moment nice nice to catch up with her but yeah just the whole day was so much fun and winning alongside all of my teammates was just the best thing ever it wasn't like it was easy games either like we really had to put a lot into it and then so at the end of the first day we won our match that put us through to the top four so that quarterfinal game was a big one because it meant you were either through to the top four or the fifth to eighth place playoffs that was like quite a big difference really and we won that game by the narrowest of margins and we literally celebrated like we'd won the whole thing we were run over to each other at the end and just like were so elated it was just the best feeling ever um so that was amazing went out for a meal that night and then slept over at a travel lodge then came the finals day the big day we had our semi-final game and our finals game we got through to the finals and we were playing against Sheffield and then we ended up winning which was honestly just incredible we didn't expect to win really like we we wanted to do well but honestly winning was just the icing on the cake or what's it called it's cherry on the cake icing cherry I don't know which one it is anyway it was amazing and lots of my family were watching because um they were kind of street like live streaming it on the Instagram yeah honestly it was just an amazing weekend and I was buzzing for days afterwards we all were just messaging each other being like oh my god like we actually won and my little gold medals hanging up on my bed in my uni bedroom so yeah it was honestly just so much fun and if you've ever considered getting into uni sport no matter what it is like do it It it's such a good way to make friends it's such a good buzz when you're playing tournaments and yeah I just had a, had the best time really so that was definitely one of my weekly favorites it's kind of been two weeks but you know that was that was definitely a big uni highlight for me my party for my 21st as I've already mentioned also a favorite so lovely to see all my friends and my cousin came and my friends from home and friends from korfball friends from physics like oh it was just it was really lovely hopefully this is kind of explaining why I've been so rushed off my feet and busy as well and not had time to to do the podcast um also just like tons of uni work you know end of term trying to get everything done I've also had some interviews which is the subject of today's episode so I'll go into those in a little bit but doing lots of interview prep and yeah just busy busy I do just want to add in here actually that it's not like I've been happy for the entire two three weeks that I've not been doing the podcast like it's at times there there was opportunities where I could have recorded but I just did not feel in the mood because I knew that I needed to rest and I didn't want to burn myself out and I was maybe like stressed about things or anxious and worried or just like not feeling my a-game so that is also the reality of how the last few weeks have been and I don't want to sugarcoat it and make it sound like it's all winning bucks trophy and 21st birthday parties which is part of it but also you know life has ups and downs um so yeah that's just the the honest part of that segment as well I guess um I feel like sometimes social media especially can get really overrun with all of the like high level positivity aesthetic parts of life and 
honestly I really just value podcasts for how you can just be honest and it's kind of fine like if you are completely honest about how you're feeling on Instagram people often think that it's kind of like seeking attention and not in a not in a bad way like I don't necessarily think that about other people but sometimes because you don't really have that nuance as you do kind of when I'm talking through this and just explaining how I'm feeling like because you lack the nuance then it kind of can be seen as like attention seeking or cry for help or kind of not authentic or like you're trying to show a certain side of you rather than just that you are trying to be honest um and I think that's quite strange but I do appreciate podcasts in that way like I was listening to a podcast on um my walk earlier this morning and it was an episode of Happy Place and she was interviewing Fern Cotton was interviewing Will Will Young honestly would really recommend that episode I feel like every week I'm just here recommending each episode of Happy Place in consecutive order but you know it is a great podcast and I love how authentic she is and yeah the thing that reminded me of it just now was that at a point she was talking about how she wouldn't really want to go back to her tv career because there's not really any place on tv for being completely honest and for just like like speaking and saying how you how you feel which is actually really rare and I hadn't really thought about podcasts in that way before but it's definitely true because with like I don't know tv or film or radio etc it's always very produced and I think with podcasts there's just so much more freedom like you can say whatever you want and just upload it for people to listen to like I don't have any members of a team or anything like telling me what to say or to do or how to look or what to say at a certain time or when there needs to be an ad break like I can just do it all myself and although I think obviously there's a a place for tv and for production and entertainment that raw honesty is is really nice and I think it's a good thing that podcasts have definitely brought that in anyway I will get on to the main part of the episode now Today I'm going to be talking all about interviews, specifically job interviews or interviews for internships because in the last month I've had three interviews and I've applied to many many internships but I got three interviews. One of them I was unsuccessful and the other two I have been successful in. So I wanted to just, while it's like fresh in my mind, share advice that I have. Honestly this will probably be something that I'll listen to, like listen back to in future years when I'm having like more job interviews but I don't know I feel like it's just helpful to talk about the sort of thing it's relatable for uni students who might be graduating looking for jobs looking for summer internships a lot of my friends are doing internships this summer so potentially it might be useful um obviously like I'm not qualified my only like (laughs) qualification for this is that I've recently done two interviews that have worked out well and I've been offered the jobs so yeah that's that's just the little disclaimer um take what you will from it if you're looking for university interview advice then I did an interview I did an interview I did an episode on my uni interview experience uh like probably at least a year ago now but I'll link it in the show notes so you can go and listen to that if that is what you're looking for um but yeah if you're looking for job interviews or internship interview advice then like look no further (laughs) hopefully it'll be interesting I'm gonna basically break it down into how to prep effectively and then also how to go into it with the best mindset possible because 
I think the prep is the most essential thing for the interview and I definitely learned that from the first interview that I have had that wasn't successful. I thought I'd prepped enough, I really hadn't and I went into it really just like looking a bit stupid because I just wasn't prepared for the sort of questions that they were going to ask me and that's fine and like I learned from that for the next ones so it was definitely a good experience to have but basically if you can avoid that then great so I think prep is the number one thing and then also mindset because if you're going into it with the mindset that you're going to make a fool of yourself you're going to say something wrong you're not going to like present yourself in the best way then you're almost just setting yourself up for failure so I really think that mindset is pretty key to it and I'll share some of the things that I did in preparation for my interviews basically so I hope it's helpful if it is share it with a friend or share it with people who are also interviewing um yeah I hope it's useful advice really So just to give a bit of context, the three roles that I've recently interviewed for, the first one was for a cancer research centre in Sutton and this role was mostly kind of a uh, coding, developing algorithms type role and a very kind of research based position. And then the second two were both for the STFC, which is the Science and Technology Facilities Council. This council is one of seven within the UK Research and Innovation Organisation and the UK RI basically feed into the government and kind of do a load of research on a range of different areas. So you have like an engineering specific one, a science and like physics specific one, then there's a medical one, etc. So kind of all of the different research councils that then feed into the government's research and that sort of thing and the STFC is based in Didcot in Oxfordshire at the Rutherford Appleton Laboratories largely there's also like a diamond lights or synchrotron there if you're not physics then this might be like going over your head but that's fine um so essentially it's like a big research organization but the two roles that I was applying for one of them was science communication and one of them was working on their net zero policy and today I have accepted the net zero policy one so that's what I'll be working on over the summer which is really exciting like I'm really looking forward to it and I think it's going to be like completely different to anything I've done before it's basically a nine to five paid role in their company and I'll have obviously some responsibility to get the jobs done etc so yeah it feels pretty exciting um gonna be in Digcot or Oxford over the summer and yes it's pretty cool Okay, so step number one, I'm going to take you through all of the different things that I did to prepare for the interview, all of the questions that I tried to think of answers to, and just like a big fat planning session, basically. Right, so to kind of help you visualise this, I have this little blue notebook in front of me, and the first, I don't know, 20 or so pages are filled with my interview prep. And honestly, I found this really useful, just having a little notebook completely separate from anything else. And in here, I just have all of the information that I needed for the interview. What I'm gonna do is tell you the questions that I've got written down and then give a brief kind of example of what I've written for my example. Obviously, it's probably different for everyone, but hopefully that will give you a bit of context. 
So first of all, I have the science communication internship and the first page is just a bit about the organisation. So I've written down who is the STFC. This is the kind of daughter organisation to the bigger UKRI um, group. And so I've written down who is the STFC and like what their goals are, etc. One of the seven research councils that make up the UKRI multidisciplinary science organization goal is to deliver economic societal and scientific international benefits to the uk um and then breaking it down into who is the ukri because obviously that's the larger organization that kind of the stfc feeds into so this is a big research system that enriches lives locally nationally and internationally um, and then i've broken down the details about the role on this page so the amount of pay the length of time where it's based and the potential for different working patterns etc so that's just kind of the like admin side of it i would say and a bit about the company the next page that i have is who is interviewing me i was given the name and the job role of each of the people that were interviewing me for both the net zero role and the science communication role so i've just written down who they are, what they do, what they're responsible for, and anything like noteworthy that I found on their LinkedIn pages. It might kind of seem like you're stalking them if you're looking them up on LinkedIn, but I I think it was really helpful. Even just so that you're aware of who they were when you went into the interview and you weren't kind of as daunted by it because you were not familiar with them, but like you recognized the face and you recognized like the job title etc and had a bit of an idea of what that entails it might be a slight tangent but linkedin as a resource is incredible i think it's so useful for job applications or for just like surveying what careers are out there and especially if you're someone who does a lot of creative work like i write quite a lot of articles for impact and like i have the podcast etc so it's useful for just collating things and different projects from different places that you've worked on in one place and I also think that so for example when I was looking up the people that were interviewing me it's helpful to see like they were once students too and to see that they'd been to university and done similar internships and it makes them seem more human rather than these scary people who have really high up positions in the company that you're interviewing for um so yeah that would be my personal advice to just have a little look at their work and the things that they've done and what they're interested in on LinkedIn not necessarily because they're going to quiz you on it but just so that you're familiar and so that you can not be as stressed and overwhelmed by talking to them um so yeah that'll be my advice and on the next page in my little notebook I have the role description and kind of what they were looking for in the applicants I think knowing what they are looking for in an interview is going to help you so much because if you're going into it with an idea of the skills that they're looking for the type of person they want to recruit and the kind of like passion that they want from the person like what that needs to be then you're just setting yourself up for success really because you know how to play it and how to to showcase the things that you're good at in in the right way um so for example something that they were looking for was that they wanted a student who had a passion for science and was keen to support uh, scientific communications delivering a range of written and visual communications about their work and the applications of it and so 
knowing that in advance helped me kind of tailor it towards that and to show that I was really interested in physics and the work that they were doing. So in order to prepare for that, having seen that they were looking for that sort of thing, I then did research on their research and just learned about it. And it was really interesting. So then once you understand what they do, you can then apply that. And even if you don't end up talking about all the details in the interview, like you can show that you have an interest in it, show that you understand the variety of the work that they do and how it can have applications in a lot of different fields, for example. So that was useful. And then also I just wrote down the specific tasks that they mentioned on the job application, what the position actually would involve doing on a day-to-day basis so that I had a bit of an idea of the practical skills that they were looking for. And then you can obviously talk about that as well. So that's kind of a brief overview. I then decided to look into what skills do I have that meet these things specifically? And I think specifically is the key word there. In my interviews, it might not be the same for everyone, but in my interviews, they asked me kind of situational judgment questions or when have you shown this skill in a project that you've been working on or when have you been faced with a challenge in um, your work or in a project? When have you shown initiative in your work? When have you developed your communication skills, etc.? And having like concrete examples, not necessarily prepared word for word because I I didn't even use the same ones in both interviews, but just refreshing your mind on all of the things that you've done. And even if you think, oh, I haven't really done much, like there's not that much that I can add or talk about in those situations. I'm sure there is something. Even if you maybe can't think of anything initially, have a little dig around, look through your CV if you have one. Um, if you've got LinkedIn and you've been doing it for a while, like look back at the things you've been working on or go through your camera roll, see if there's anything that triggers anything. Um, yeah, I think it's easy to kind of push aside projects that you've worked on or think, oh, that doesn't really count, that's not good enough. But any example is a good example if you talk about it in the right way. So I think it's all about the prep in that situation because once you've prepped how you're going to talk about something it can come across in a much better way um so for example teamwork i just wrote down like lab projects sports and school volunteering work committee work for corporal um another characteristic they wanted was self-motivated so i just like made a quick note to include talking about the podcast about impact articles about the freelance article that i did etc um having balance in my uni life like like I said, if you have a lot of different things on the go and you manage to balance all of that and you're a very organised person, then that shows that you're self-motivated. So work out how to discuss it in the right way, I would say. Um, yeah, and then some more specific things about communication and like scientific interests. A useful one to talk about here might be a time when I've learned a new skill. So I just spoke about so I just wrote down giving presentations and coding, learning how to code, corfball, uh, podcast editing, etc. Hopefully that's been helpful. I also wrote down some kind of thoughts about their website and like just random notes that I found from looking up the organisation and the research online. Just kind of thoughts and random little pieces of information that might be useful. I think it's 
like really useful to show that you have an awareness of their organization and you're not just kind of going into it blind because that's what they're looking for at the end of the day they want to see that you care about working for them and that you care about the work that they do not just that you're looking for a summer internship anywhere or a job anywhere they want to know why you want this specific job because i bet there's like loads and loads of people who are going for the same role so in order to stand out like i feel like you've got to show them why you want to work for them as well as why they should pick you you know um so yeah then i kind of just repeated the same thing for my second interview i won't go into it again but they had different um different like skills that they were looking for so i definitely like tailored it towards that and i'd say make sure you're tailoring what you speak about in each interview for the role also tailor your cv and make sure you're really showcasing the skills that they want to see in everything that you provide to them two more things that i want to mention before i go on to the mindset things so a question that is very very common to be asked at the start of an interview is tell me about yourself because obviously they've never met you before they probably don't know much about who you are aside from what you've put on your cv so everything that i saw online definitely recommended that this would be a question that you prepare for so a video that i watched and i'll link it down below said that a really good technique to use is to start off with talking about something in the present then talk about something from the past and then talk about the future so for example i'm currently working towards my end of year exams in my third year of uni previously i have started my own podcast and i've been working on some freelance projects as well as writing for my uni magazine and in the future i hope to pursue a career in science communication or sustainability as i'm really passionate about these areas of work so i don't know something like that that's probably that's a little bit off the cuff but that was like pretty much what i said kind of thing so for me that was a useful framework i liked the the structure of having something to say about what you're doing now something about what you've done before and then also something that you do in the future and all of those examples like i could have said a lot of different things i could have mentioned like previous jobs or i don't know um what else have i done in the past like sport achievements but for what they want you want to tailor it to what they're looking for so i guess that is yeah that would be my little nugget of advice that i have definitely stolen from somewhere else but you know just thought it'd be useful to include her to collate all of the information in one place and i'll leave that video down below the final thing i want to mention before i go into the mindset is to do a practice mock interview whether this is with your family member with a friend or on youtube so i did a video on youtube and it was really helpful actually because my interview was on zoom as well so it's definitely good to just get used to that kind of setup so i had my shirt on that i was wearing for the interview already and like was in the same situation and it's obviously on the computer screen in front of you and this guy it's kind of set up so it's he asks you a question then he leaves a gap in the video where he's just like nodding at you and it's a bit of it's a bit of a strange video but it helped and i feel like it was quite useful so i will also leave a link to that in the description so yeah that was kind of that's kind of like an overview of all of the kind of practical prep side um if you have any questions feel free to like chat on instagram my dms are open at space to learn podcast um so yeah i mean obviously i can't promise that i'll give any like additional 
info from what I've, what I've spoken about here, but if you have any questions that I haven't thought about, then yeah, feel free. I now wanna go, go into the more like mindset side of things and speak about how I kind of prepared myself in terms of how I'm feeling and my confidence going into it because although the prep is clearly important, this is also a big part of it because if you go into it, you've done all the prep, you've like done the research on the company, you know why you want the role, but if you go into it with the wrong mindset and you're thinking, oh, I'm no good for this, like this is gonna be so stressful, they're gonna hate me, what am I gonna say, I'm gonna freeze, like they're not gonna like me, that's just, you're just gonna set yourself up for all of those things coming true and I don't wanna sound harsh, but like if you can avoid that then that's kind of a really important thing to do in my opinion so what I did beforehand was like about half an hour before I did a meditation and this helped so much meditation is amazing like honestly it probably seems like a waste of time in the half an hour before the interview and like that thought definitely ran through my mind what am I doing sitting on the floor doing nothing when I should be revising my answers but like I I can tell you now that if I hadn't have done that I would have been so much more stressed and I wouldn't have been focused or paying attention as much to what they were saying so it works for me um whether it works for everyone I don't know but there's also different kinds of meditation so it's up to you what you want to do whether you want to just sit there in silence and just have a minute to yourself to think about your thoughts and to recognize how you're feeling totally cool I really recommend the app insight timer that's the one that I used beforehand. So I had, I just did like a 10 minute meditation, which was manifesting a particular thing that you wanted. And I just thought about all of the positive things that could happen from this internship. And I thought about, I like visualized myself in the interview, speaking clearly, it all going smoothly, them asking the questions that I wanted them to ask. And like really got in that feeling of this is okay, this is going to be fine and kind of just letting all of the stress melt off you um it's hard to get into that state i think without a guide from my experience maybe like you might be an expert meditation and you can just a meditator and you can do it really easily but i find it a lot easier to have a video or to have someone just speaking in your ear to talk you through it and to help you like not get distracted so yeah I just sat on the floor for five to ten minutes and visualized everything going smoothly visualized myself knowing how to respond to the answers and it just kind of fills you with confidence going into it because it's almost like you've had a practice run and it's all gone smoothly it's fine and really imagining that like picturing it in your head and really getting into those feelings a lot of people like say that med- Uh, not meditation manifestation is a load of crap but I honestly just don't see how it can be because you're getting into the right emotional state you're calming your nervous system you're making sure you're like going out there with a positive attitude you're filling yourself up with confidence you're feeling like you can do it and that just carries you forward even if it is not kind of working in mysterious intangible ways even if it is just as simple as you then feel calm beforehand and you feel more confident in yourself and you like feel like you know what you're talking about then like who cares 
how it's working you know it doesn't really matter at the end of the day whether it is the universe or whether it is just your brain but I don't know I think it worked for me so I wanted to share it really um also I think that if that's not your thing then just a simple meditation to get in the moment and to let anxiety kind of wash over you also super help also super helpful like there's a whole range of meditations that you can do on insight timer you can pick whether you want spiritual ones secular ones religious ones um there's there's just so many and so many for different situations i've used them before if i'm struggling to get to sleep or if you have a particular thing that you want to get done in that day to stay focused on your work there's yeah there's there's many 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 (laughs) meditations on there by a whole range of people as well like from a really diverse range of um gurus or guides or whatever you want to call them so yeah that's kind of my advice on that side um finally i just want to say you can do it and even if it seems really out of reach even if it seems like a job that is really in uh what's the word unattainable for you let that go that's not going to help you let that go maybe it's not for you but you've got to go in there with the attitude that it can be and i think that often we just put limitations on ourselves that aren't actually there but that our brains like to make us think that are true so if you can try and let that go find something that works for you maybe it's going for a run maybe it's going for a walk maybe it's just sitting for a minute with your cup of tea for five minutes beforehand calming yourself down or yeah just like telling yourself some positive positive affirmations like i am enough i can do this i have prepared I am confident, I'm capable of getting this job, I'm worthy of this job, this is something that I've worked hard for, I deserve this. I'm not saying like feel like you're entitled to it, but also, you know, back yourself because if you don't back yourself, they're not gonna back you. So yeah, that is all I have to say on this topic, I believe. Um, Hopefully it's been helpful hopefully if you have an interview coming up you feel a little bit more prepared for it or you can save it for a future date when you do have one coming up but yeah best of luck you're gonna smash it honestly and i'll leave everything that i've talked about in the description down below also i highly doubt that anyone from my internship is listening but if you are then thank you so much i'm really really excited about this summer and yeah it's gonna be so much fun lots of exciting podcast content coming up i'll obviously share my experiences on here and share what i'm up to climate change is something i'm so passionate about and it feels amazing to be having an opportunity to actually see how policies are made and to understand what net zero means in greater kind of detail to actually contribute to something that's gonna hopefully influence future government policies like it's such a great opportunity i'm really excited about it but thank you so much for listening thank you for sticking with me even though the last week and a bit have been a bit all over the place and i haven't been as kind of uh strict with my upload schedule but yeah thanks for sticking around and if you want to follow the instagram at space to learn podcast posting a bit more on there now and it's good fun so we'd love to have you over there um anyway all the best and good luck if you have an interview i'll be back again next wednesday with another episode of space to learn bye